Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Woe is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jimmy Clark. Welcome to it. I'm in a good mood tonight. I'm in a great mood tonight. Because the election's over. It's a new day, ladies and gentlemen. It's a new day. And so much has already happened. Jeff Sessions has resigned. Alabama's own. No longer Attorney General. And the new Attorney General looks like he could whoop your tail, man. Just by look, He looks like a, a human thumb. Yes. And Democrats are already freaking out. And we have all sorts of news from election night that we really didn't get to. Of course, the Democrats take the House. But Dennis Hoff, the, the, he's a pimp. Now, Joey, you said the election is over, correct? Yeah. Did you vote yesterday? No. Okay. Uh, young Joey. I was inspired last week. There was a caller to one of the radio programs who pretty much dressed you down. I believe it was Georgia from Alabama. Yeah, oh yeah. And just got all over you about not voting. And you know, I've, I've it been wasn't thinking, even, No, I didn't even bring that up with her, man. I just expressed that politics divides us and really it kind of wears us down and doesn't serve us very well and that we got really big problems to face in this country and it doesn't seem like the two parties are actually servicing us in that way. If I had mentioned that many times I don't see the point in voting in Alabama, uh, I think she would have freaked out. Like, she might have cursed me on the air. Ah, she probably has never said a curse word. I didn't mean curse words. You can curse somebody without a four-letter oh, word. Oh, I, I got you. you know I got you. I mean. Well, anyhow, tonight, now you've been doing this thing on Wednesday nights, and, and you, you got through the Halloween show last week. Yeah, sure. You had voted. Yeah. You cast your vote in that. And right. you won't cast your vote in politics. I am going to require you. I need a you really good reason. Tonight, I'm requiring you to cast your vote, and I'm going to give you three options. Okay. I'm going to give you three people to vote for. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, right. and okay. I'm just I'm just going to tell you kind of the bio of the three people that I want you to select to represent you. Oh, I, okay. So I know what you're talking about already. Okay. I already so I'm I'm, I I'm just I'm not going to give you names or anything to begin with. Okay. What am I you're, voting? You're voting on. Look, what what does everybody say? Do your own investigation. Just get somebody's ideas that. You you decide who represents you the best by their ideas. Don't pay attention what their name this is. The represent what they look like. me. Okay, just in general, in let's say Congress. Okay, this would be potentially a congressman or woman. Yeah, something like that. Or Congress squatch. Yeah, and you can. I mean, you can break it down to to your your congressman in so the this state is just of Alabama. A hypothetical fun just, thing. Like I'm not constrained by Alabama's you know mainstream politics. This is just Joey has these options on the ballot in front of him in his mythical Joey land. That's right. All okay. Right. So all right, let's see. Uh, 
Uh, let's see what what. I'm trying to decide which order to go in. All right. So okay, the the first candidate. Yeah. It's a female. Because sometimes that matters to people, whether they go and vote for a male or a female. Sure. Very, in my opinion, I don't think anybody could say she's ugly. Mm-hmm. She's an attractive lady. Okay, I like that. Already. I think I think she's very attractive, but some it might not be some people's taste. You know, like outwardly attractive, or are you just saying like yeah, oh, outwardly? No, no, this is she's all. She's got a great personality. No, no, to hell with her personality. She looks good. Okay, cool. yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for. She has a very sexy name to go along with it, which kind of okay brings out her attractiveness. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it's like a kiwi is a beautiful fruit. If it was a squig it, you'd be like. Yeah, I don't know if I we want to We need a new name squid. for this thing. It's, yeah, it's but beautiful. Kiwi. Yeah. You kiwi, know. yeah. Okay. You know, it's, it's, it's like that. So, right. uh, now, she's only been a waitress in her life. Okay. I mean, that that's her job. Nothing wrong with that. Sure. She's, you know, she's the common folk. So, let me make sure I'm following along here. This is a very attractive woman. She has a yes. beautiful name. The, the oh, name and adds, exotic. Exotic, attractive and woman. Beautiful. The name adds to the exotic beauty. And But she's not have much life experience. She's been a waitress. Yeah, and kind of worked in education. So, okay. And no offense, teachers, but I mean, that's, right. you know, and very, very, very young as well. Okay. Like, <laughs> very young. How how young are we talking? I, like, 30 or so. Okay. 28, 30, okay, 30 yeah. you know. So, I mean, like your age. Right. Running the country. Sure kind of deal now one downside she well i i just made commentary i'm supposed to just give you the facts bernie supporter loves her some bernie sanders supports bernie sanders okay yeah oh Uh, i know you're talking her 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 platform she she is a self-proclaimed now yeah i'm not laying this title on her she's a democratic socialist oh good lord uh, she wants uh, Medicare for everyone. Yeah. She wants strong gun control. I know who you're talking about. She wants all prisons to be public. Now, how can you be libertarian? Anyhow, but uh, and and free college for everybody, including forgiving all college debt. All college loans, we're going to forgive all those. Are you talking about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Ding, ding, ding. So that's your first choice. Oh, and a job guarantee. That's Everyone not a choice. is guaranteed. Hold on. You haven't heard the other two. That's that's choice number one. And you must vote. Hurry you up must with vote this. now. Hurry up right. with this. The next one, gosh, I don't know which one to go to. All right. The, the next guy owns seven brothels. Yeah. Already better. Uh, he was a libertarian. Okay. Uh, he endorsed Ron Paul twice yeah. when he when he officially ran for the presidency. Okay. Uh, but now here's where you might fall off the rail with him a little bit. He swapped and became a Trump Republican in 16 mm-hmm. and voted for Trump. Right. Uh, he wrote a book. Okay. So he's an author. The book is, the name of the book is Art of the Pimp. Okay. Uh, his most famous brothel was the Moonlight Bunny Ranch. Okay. 
uh, had an HBO series. Yeah. So he was a television Cat House. star. Yeah. Television star. I mean, we were getting a little Trumpy in here. Television okay. star. Mm-hmm. Successful businessman. Uh, and he actually, this cat actually, now we're talking about who's going to represent you, mm-hmm. but he actually won his race. He's from Nevada. He won his race 68 to 31%. I mean, stomping. That's worse than... Well, what's the downside? Everything you're saying right now, I like. Well, he's dead. Oh. That's the problem. He was dead when he won his race. Ooh. All right. So you got dead guy. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Hot crazy chick. All right. His Dennis. name's Dennis Hoff, right? That's right. Dennis yeah, Hoff. Dennis yep. Hoff. You got him. Hey, you're All two right. for two, man. All right. So we got Alexandria. We got Dennis. Who's my third choice right, to now, represent me? Now, we have this other, this other dude. You're going to love these names when I get to the end, because you'll never figure out who this is. Mm. But a, a great, great uh, pairing of names for uh, uh, an actual race. Uh, now, this guy, he advocates for a whiskey revolution. Mm-hmm. Owner of a distillery, started a distillery. Raised Cain against the state he was living in about the taxes and and the regulations right. placed on distilleries. Okay, I already like this. Guy. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Good point for you. He was in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Very patriotic. That's a good point for me, too. All right, he makes liquor himself. That's even be, better. I mean, he wasn't just doing it for somebody else. He was doing it for himself. Mm-hmm. All right, self-made man. Um, he also wrote a book. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book. Yeah, he he wrote a book. That, would you like to know the name of the book, Joey? Wait, 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 wait. I think I might have read about this this morning. But yeah, I would I would like to know the name of the book. The name of the book is "The Mating Habits of Bigfoot and Why Women Want Him." The Mating Habits of Bigfoot and Why Women Want Him. This is an actual book. He's a writer of Bigfoot erotica. Squatch erotica? (laughs) I prefer Chupacabra. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And maybe he's tweeted out a picture of naked Bigfoot with something covering his ding-a-ling. All right, then. Now, any clue what his name might be. Yeah, I actually do know this guy. Denver Riggleman. <laughs> if that's not a porn name, I've never heard one. <laughs> the only thing that makes it better, he won. Oh, he won. Do you know who he ran against? Who? Leslie Cockburn. Leslie Cockburn <laughs> and Denver Riggleman. If only in the mating habits of Bigfoot and why she wants him. I mean, that is like that should be no, and folks, <laughs> the okay. stars of the show. No, and I want to be clear with the audience right now, Southernwood. You're forcing me to vote here. But here's the thing. These are not made-up characters. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez won in a landslide in her district. She's a real person, a real democratic socialist. Isn't she like 28? No kidding? Yeah, she's about my age. And the more I hear from her, the less and less attractive she becomes. Um, Yes, because, you know, even a pig like me, you know, if I, I have to like how you think. 
to maybe I you know if I sat down and had a drink with her I might have chemistry and enjoy her personality. But from what I've seen, no. Yeah, no way I'm ever voting for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez despite the sexy name because I am not a socialist of any type. Of any type. Okay. I'm so, more against socialism than I think most conservatives listening to the station right now. Right. I am willing to put that out there all day, every day. I'll put a hundred bucks on the table that I don't like socialism more than your run-of-the-mill Republican. I'll put that out there. So I cannot abide Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. No way she could ever represent me. Get her off the table. No way I'm voting for her. She's a real person. Now, these other two people might be saying, 84, Southern Wood, Clay the Hammer, Sharp must be making things up. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Southern Wood is not making anything up. All I tell is the truth. So, Dennis Hoff, (laughs) indeed, he was a glorified pimp. He helped run a brothel. He did have a television show. And he was a libertarian, sometimes Republican. This time he ran as a Republican. And from the grave, he won last night. (laughs) The state Senate seat, I believe, in Nevada. That's right. And it would be it'd be the equivalent to being a house member here in the state. It's the assembly out there. Okay. It was it was more the house. But it's 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 a house seat. uh, like a reading room. You right. know, house seat that you would have here in, and, and state politics. So th- that is a downside that he's dead. <laughs> but, you know, I might like a dead pimp to represent me. I think that's getting closer to Joey's truth. You know, I got, and also, in all seriousness, um, I don't know the whole history of this guy. I did read a little bit about him after he died. And there were some people, you know, who made accusations gets in this new hashtag MeToo era. One woman said, my rapist is now dead. But... Then other women have said he was nothing but a champion for me. And in many ways, it's hard to believe. You know, traditional pimping. You know when you're doing traditional pimping? Yeah, I remember when I used to do that. Yeah, you're really, you're, you're really <laughs> controlling your lady's time. You're on top of her all the time. Like, where's my money? What are you doing? What are you... you Steal make, the shoes where like, they can't run off. These are the rates you're going to charge for this or that service. This is when you're going to be on the clock. Sometimes you're never going to leave this brothel until you make my money. Big fuzzy hat. Yeah, you got the your hands. You got the... It's it's a pretty rough lifestyle. The exploitation of women. Traditional pimping. There's a lot of exploitation going on in traditional pimping. Mr. Hoff apparently came along in Nevada and he told a lot of these young women, and, I mean, some women are a little bit older, who were in this business. He said, you know, I'll uh, provide you the place. I'll provide you security. Like, literal security. Like, if somebody gets, you know, ridiculous or you want them to go away. I'll provide you these things. The place, the security. Uh, You set your own hours. You set your own rates. And just give me this cut for providing the place and the security. He kind of revolutionized the brothel business. Which, you know what? Not bad. And in some ways, there's an argument to be made. I'm not saying it's moral. If I had no. daughters or I had no women in my life, and they're not grown women who are telling me, Joey, let me do what I want, I'm going to say, don't do that. Now, if it's right. some, like, who am I to, like, look at a 35, 40-year-old woman who wants to be a, a prostitute and say, no, you can't do that? Well, see, I mean, I, I, that seems to me like I shouldn't be able to tell her what to do anyway. I, which think, way. I think that's a great point, and I think that is one place, and oh, I'll get 
excoriated about this. I think that's one place that we as conservatives Mm -hmm. lose our consistency is saying, oh, that guy is an evil guy. He is a bad dude. Now, wait a minute. But you can say he's immoral, He's an immoral. Thank you. He's an immoral guy. I disagree with it. Sure. I would never, you know, like you just put so much better. But the thing is, he had a business model, though. You have to say something positive about he had a great business model, and he and he was very successful at it. Right. I don't give a crap and what no, business you're in. And he took, it's also about marginal betterment. Like, he took women stuck in a business that where they were really exploited, and he maybe reduced that exploitation by, I don't know, from 70%? Terrible, from terrible to kind of okay. Yeah. He improved the pimping game. He 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 changed the game of pimping. All right, sounds like you're leaning towards yeah, old. But he's dead. dead dude. He's dead. He's dead. And you know, I might like a guy who's dead. And there is, me. but it comes to our last gentleman, who's also, by the way, I just read up on him. He's a libertarian. He ran on basically free markets. And as you said, he wants to run a whiskey rebellion or revolution. Oh yeah. Hate taxes and regulations. No, and think of this. When he was asked about his positive free market message and engaging with his constituents, he said, if I lose, trusting the intelligence of the voter, I can still sleep at night. No, isn't that the kind of guy that you want? Plus, his name is Denver Riggleman. And plus, yes, he has written a Bigfoot erotica book. Hey, hey, hey. And you know what? The more I learn about Bigfoot... And hunting for Sasquatch? Chupacabra. Chupacabra? Or the Louisiana Swamp Monster or whatever? I mean, I think there are many different iterations of, of Bigfoot. But the more I learn about this stuff, it's it's a fascinating world. I don't know how my I would I need to learn more before I pass judgment. I mean, some Bigfoot stuff, I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. But if a man is what is the book he wrote again? It Mr. is Mr. Riggleman, Denver Riggleman. <laughs> The mating habits yeah. of Bigfoot and why women want him. <laughs> How much you would have bet this guy has a Bigfoot costume? <laughs> His name is Denver. He's in Virginia. His last name is Riggleman. He's writing Bigfoot erotica and he's rocking out with uh, his uh, Bigfoot costume out. <laughs> you know what? You might be on to something there, but hey, would, don't judge him. I don't know. It's obviously, so house. we made it clear earlier. I cannot vote for Alexandria Ocasio. Right, yeah, she's off. I mean, we're we're. I mean, you've eliminated. You, so you made it very quick. Yes. I mean, it's it's either. Uh, so it's and also on the pimp. If you happen to be potentially democratic socialist, I'm not going to vote for you. But I'll have a conversation with you. I'll eat dinner with you. I might even date you. But I'm not going to vote for you. I might even marry you, but I won't vote for you. Just being clear. So, Mr. Hoff and Mr. Riggleman. I mean, you could break it down to just the book. I got to go with Riggleman. I got to go with Riggleman. <laughs> You're going with the habits of Bigfoot, the mating habits of Bigfoot, and why women want him what's, over what's the a- art of the pimp. <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah, which one best reflects me? I'm not a pimp. 
I'm just not that way. Uh, and you know me. I'm not I'm not a pimp. And and I would say now the one downside to having uh Hoff would be that now the state led no, the county commission gets to select right. another Republican to fill right, his Then space. it's taken out of my hands. Yeah. So I'm going with Mr. Riggleman. Wow, see, I thought you would have gone with the dead guy and just said, just leave him dead and don't have anybody up there. Well, that's possible. Just that made the, everything. That would have been the, the easy joke answer. But, I mean, I like the more I read about Denver Riggleman. I'm like, there's a guy in Congress who writes Bigfoot erotica, and he's a libertarian. Yeah! And he makes whiskey. Yeah! <laughs> it's so awesome. And like, sometimes politics is incredibly frustrating. But then sometimes it's... Absolutely hilarious, entertaining, and refreshing. <laughs> so when Denver Riggleman is in the House of Representatives, when the next Congress starts next year, <laughs> consider me a happy well, man. And I, consider him my representative. I See, this is why I have trouble in Alabama. Martha Roby doesn't get close to touching what I believe in. Nor does Mike Rogers. They're not bad people. They just don't get anywhere near my perspective. And Terry Sewell doesn't either. But Mr. Riggleman, he's pretty, pretty darn close. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to read the book. But when the movie comes out, starring Leslie Cockburn mm-hmm. and Denver Riggleman, that's it has to be a comedy. I'm watching that movie. Yeah, we got <laughs> Let's let's finance that movie. I want to be. I want a producer credit. I want an executive producer credit when that movie comes out. And, and people, you know, people may think that we're making all this up. We this are is not. one hundred percent fact-based yes. truth. Well, and folks, this is what we have yes. running this flipping country. Yeah. Well, no, but this is this is what this is the part of America I like. I don't like it when America becomes like a bunch of people browbeating their neighbors into conforming. Think how I think. Think how I think. I like it when America lets their freak flag fly a little bit. Not completely, but like we should be about freedom and the individual. And if you allow people to be free and to be individuals, they're going to get a little freaky from time to time. Now, sometimes a free individual might be very conservative. That's fine, too. Right. It should take all types. You're going to be more yourself. Exactly. It should take all types. And so to see some weird trends in politics right now and trump's part of that trump is a weird trend and that's the one part i like about the president is that he has changed the culture in a way and i think i I like that i think what i just said i think that's one thing that trump embodies is trump is himself and no sometimes it is very crass sometimes it's crude sometimes it's dead on sometimes it's what in the world were you thinking when you said that but at least he, people always say, oh, I just wish we had honest politicians. Well, you know what? Damn it. Donald Trump is an honest politician. He's not completely moral up to your standards. He's not perfect, but he's damn sure honest. He says what's on his mind, and he tweets it out. And that's and then See, when he does that, thing. people blow up. But he, like, he, oh my you God. know the most honest thing he said recently? Is I try to tell the truth when I can. Exactly! <laughs> but see, here's also the thing. The politician's role is not to tell us the truth all the time. No, it's to tell us what we want to hear. Make exactly. us feel better. Make us feel better. It's like when the coach is coaching that little league, like, 
baseball team. And he knows that kid's never going to be that great. But you don't just crap on a kid's hopes and dreams. You try to make him better. No, Bush climbed up on the pile of rubble when the towers fell and said, we're going to hunt these people down and we're going to find them. They will hear you, yeah. When he climbed down, you knew good and well he was thinking, who the hell did this? How did this happen? What are we going to do? But he portrayed that. He wasn't honest. Well, and this is the thing with the presidency, and it's a little nuts. And I heard it, who was it? Uh, Dan Carlin. He does a podcast called Hardcore History. He said, the president, we want him to be symbolic and like almost like a John Wayne character, like who represents okay. the spirit and the the identity of America. And then we also want him to be like your boring accountant. You want him to be a bean counter, but also this incredibly charismatic representative of the, right. the spirit of the nation. And usually, hardly ever do those two people come in one package. That's right. just not how it works. No, those are two different people. In a way, they're like the British have a cool thing going where the king and the monarchy is still there, but it's mostly symbolic and it's like the the spirit of the people that goes back centuries. Whereas now the prime minister is the one who has to go through all the crazy uh, harangues and fights in the parliament in order right. to be the true bean counter actually runs the government. In our country, we want the president to kind of be a, a symbolic king-like figure and also the guy who actually administers the laws. That's a good way to put it. And it, it doesn't always end up being the best thing because you're, you're really asking for almost mutually exclusive things. And really, at the end of the day, who's running the country most of the time? Not the person deciding the tough things. That's always the president. But who's usually running the country? Your chief of staff. Your undersecretaries. They're doing the nitty-gritty, like, detailed stuff. Right. I mean, there's just so much to do. And 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 that's really to go with pretty much any company. I mean, you, you yeah, in a way, you are running your company, but you're not doing everything. I mm-hmm. mean, you're not the one out there, you know, doing the paperwork, sending the bill, doing it. You've got people for all that. Your job as the head of a company is to put the right people in place to do everything right. where it gets done properly and it runs smoothly and you do a good job, right. you know. Right. Well, it's just weird. It's getting even weirder out there. But it's about high time that President Trump, because he already just got rid of Sessions, join Canada, join Mexico, join 30-something other states, get rid of marijuana, cannabis, prohibition at the federal level please do that mr president i know you want to do it and i think donald trump can make a great case for it he's very tough on crime he doesn't do drugs and drink alcohol so it's not out of that it's just it hasn't worked and there's a reason utah the land of the mormons (laughs) voted for medical marijuana last night ladies and gentlemen that's the mind blower yeah, it's just crazy. But it's a good type of crazy. I like it when the United States gets a little weird, but we maintain our basic decency and our basic fealty to liberty. And it's amazing how many different types of people can hold basic American values, yet just it's like, how are y'all get along? How do y'all get together and work together? because we all kind of believe in some basic principles and then we let our freak flags fly in whatever other way. we got to hit a break. I like this. 
I just want to say it one more time. The mating habits of Bigfoot and why <laughs> women want him. Denver Riggleman. Joey Clark. cast my vote for Denver Rickleman. Now, there are some people up there in the Congress that get close to what I believe. Justin Amash. Rand Paul gets somewhat close. Not always, and you're never going to agree 100%, but I would just like somebody who like, actually understands my worldview and gets close to it, because usually on offer, it's not the case. And let's be honest, libertarians are different than conservatives. If we, we get along sometimes. How about if we take the fact that Hoff isn't dead? What if Hoff was still alive? Would that change your vote? Yeah, pimping ain't easy. Well, but he's dead. We can't change. But he knows we the can't heart change of the pimp. The but before we and get back... And what do we have in Washington? A bunch of whores. Yeah. What do you need up there? Somebody that knows the art of the pimp. Yeah, that's a good point. And yes, I am. Of course, that's a it's a good point to bring up that uh, folks, if you are looking to take care of your pet, this is just like forcing through this segue. But no, it's I, the good folks over at Four Healthy Pets help make this show happen. Um, Teresa, in particular, does a fantastic job over there. She wanted to start up a pet store that actually served pets in the way that she cared for her pets, knowing all natural ingredients and brands that were responsibly sourced, not from some foreign country at the cheapest possible cost, but actually high quality, all natural ingredients that'll leave your dog, your cat feeling healthy and happy. Yeah, there's there's actually a name for it in in the the feed industry for for animals. It's called floor sweepings. Oh, you don't want that. And and that's what the I mean when they get through with everything, and that's generally what they put in dog food and cat foods and things like that. And no. that's you know you know you want the the real grain if yes. that's what your animals eat or the all meat like my my animals. Uh, my my bulldog, she can't have any grain based. Right. So I get the uh, the uh, protein based, where yes. it's, it's all meat based, and it's that's so good for them. It's so good, and it, whatever it is your dog or cat needs. And if you're going to do a treat, don't skimp on the treats. Do the chicken crack. Do yeah, don't give crack. them those. The chicken jerky's great. Do cardboard bone do things. Like some high quality catnip. Let your cat go crazy, man. Meowana. Like, is that what it's exactly. called? Exactly. That's what it's called. It's great stuff. So, again, folks, stop by Four Healthy Pets on Atlanta Highway. Tell Teresa Joey said hi. It's at the Village East Shopping Center on Atlanta Highway, right next to Faulkner University. Or visit fourhealthypetsonline.com. Fourhealthypetsonline.com. You can learn more about the brands, some of their massage services other special deals they have going on like auto ordering so much going on there at four healthy pets so give them a try well let's go to the phones why don't we uh, things are getting a little out of hand southernwood you and i are having a little too much fun let's go to william b hey william b how you doing all right you are having way too much fun yeah i know i'm enjoying right. myself 
and, and I'm working late again, man. I'm trying to get off early. I got a big weekend this weekend. I'm trying to get by the cleaners, get my Bigfoot costume. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just having, <laughs> having trouble getting by there. Wait, did you really just say that? Say what? Uh, that you have a Sasquatch costume? Yeah, I'm trying to get by the cleaners, get my Sasquatch costume. I got a big weekend coming up this weekend, you know. <laughs> You know, are you on your book tour, William B? <laughs> well, but you do have that advantage because most people have to wear the fake Bigfoot with that, like, thumb, like, thumb toe that, like, is halfway down the foot. But you were happen to be born with that. So it just works out and saves you yeah, some money. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, save a little money on the, on the uh, uh, what do you call it, prosthetics. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all are cracking me up with this stuff. And what's what's really bad? It's is, all true. It's yeah, true. I know, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what that's what makes it bad. You know, it's all true. Yeah. See, I mean, I mean, I can be funny from time to time and make up stuff and make you laugh. All I did was get on Wikipedia and read oh, yeah, these yeah. three piece, people's bios. <laughs> and, I mean, that's their bio. That's what uh, they're known for. It's unreal. It really Man, is. Say, yeah, that's that's uh, that, that's weird. I. I, I I never heard of that book, though. I, I, I may have to get that book. <laughs> <laughs> I have to check that out. Uh, you know, it sounds like some of my kin folks, maybe. I don't know. Well, but it makes sense, though, that you would have to uh, dry clean your Bigfoot costume. That's, you can't well, put that in the I'm, washer. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's, uh, well, I'm not going to get into it. But, yeah, it, it gets a little messy. Yeah, but. just a bit. <laughs> just a bit. Well, have a good rest of the night, sir. Hey, man. Y'all are just uh, cracking me up out here, dude. <laughs> All right. Later. <laughs> Bye, William. Yeah, and if you want to know why the costume gets so messy, buy the book. 272 <laughs> You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. If you can't catch the whole show, check me out Apple Podcasts. Let's go back to the phones and talk to James. James, how are you? I'm just tickled to death to be alive, man. How are you doing? <laughs> Likewise. We're on the same page. Hey, good day to be alive. Look forward to being alive tomorrow. Yes, sir. I, you, you, uh, you, other day or so, I can't remember what day it was, but y'all were talking about cats and cats' uh, influence and how cats made people sometimes be like cats and sometimes cats became like people. But I had the, uh, back in my film-making uh, days, yeah. I was in a location, and... Um, I had to scout uh, Angola Prison in okay. Louisiana several times. And um, one day the warden came and said, let's go uh, have lunch at the ranch. And so we went down to the ranch. And when I pulled up, there were about five or six cats uh, walking around on the front porch. Okay. And so I said, well, look at the cats. He said, yeah, what did I tell you about them cats? Anyway, we go in. And we're served by this gentleman that looks like Mr. Clean. You know, he's six foot six, about two thirty, uh, bald head, shy. You know, just yeah. massive human being. And he was cook. But we uh, ate and we chit chatted. And uh, after he got through cooking, I noticed he went outside and he sat down in the rocking chair. And those cats started climbing all over. Well. I got to talking to the warden, and he said, oh, that's, and I don't want to mention his name, but he was in for life, 
he had murdered his uh, girlfriend, which was in high school. Oh. He was a cheerleader, and anyway, he was in for life. Yeah. And those cats were his cats. He sat out there in that six foot six, two forty nine murderer. Those cats climbed over him, and he was like a child with those cats. And uh, those cats just loved him to death. And it was so strange to be there with knowing what he his history, and then seeing the way he acted with those cats. It was so. That is was, uh, um, bizarre, surreal. Like to know this is a right. man who killed somebody. I assume with his bare hands, given his size. He did. Did, did, he, he actually strangled her with his Man. bare hand, and then now he's sitting out on the front porch of in a prison, and he's in there for life, no parole, no chance. Of but, and he was that. the he was the cook. Yeah. So he now, he's kind of he he's learned how to you know to cook and provide yeah. for others. Yeah. He's sitting there playing yeah. with these cats in the rocking chair. You're like, yeah. he, it's he's bizarre. Been in there since, you know, like eighteen, nineteen. And I spe- I didn't know how old he was then, but he was probably in his early 40s, you know, if, if not 45 plus or minus. He'd been in there a long time and learned to cook in the prison. And one of the best meals I ever ate in my life. And every time I went back to Angola, we always went to the ranch and he always served us. And when I went back with the film crew, um, the scouting crew with the director and all the females, he was as polite a gentleman, yes ma'am, no ma'am, pulled the chair out for him. I mean, just, it was such a contrast. But to watch him sit out there on that porch and play with those kittens and the mama cat, I, you know, I, I was just, um, never will forget. I can close mm. my eyes and see that right now. Uh, just, you know, but that was my, you know, I heard you talking about the cat. I said, well, I. I never will forget that story about the cats. And the the only other thing I want to mention to you is that I am I'm I'm happy with what happened yesterday. Okay, really? You know, as we talked before, I I believe in balance, and I believe in um, I'm glad that the the I'm glad we have the Senate because, in my opinion, the Senate is more powerful it is. than the House. And I think it was always meant to be that way. That the House, you know, you got to go through the Senate. Anything the House wants to do, they've got to go through the Senate. But right. the Senate does not always have to go through the House because yeah. of appointments and so on and so forth. The Senate will be the cooling saucer, but the split government or the split Congress will... Kind of, maybe we'll get some things done. I mean, I'll, I won't right. hold my breath. I, I, I think so. Uh, you know, I think that the uh, I think that the uh, government having a balance of power, because neither one of them can do more or less without the other. And so, and then the president, you know, right. and the last thing before I go, I want to tell you, if I'd have been President Trump today, uh, do you remember the movie... Uh, Air Force One. Yeah. At the, okay, at the end of the movie, the uh, president is fighting with the fella, and right. he says, "Get off my plane!" Get off my plane. Yeah. That's what you know. Get out of my house. Walk, <laughs> get out of my. Snatch that microphone, and especially after a 
he pushed that little girl. Yeah. But, you know, he, he just, that pissed me off. I'm, I'm excuse Believe me. it. That, uh, <laughs> that upset me. Because I watched, I was watching it, and he did that. And then the first thing I thought about was Harrison Ford. Get off my, my plane. Play. Grab that. You know, he should have kicked him in the... But anyway, <laughs> James, uh, well, I, I got him. Let's run, cut man. him off for his verbal well, momentum. I got to consume the call. I really appreciate <laughs> the call, brother. man. Later. Uh, no, and man, if I it makes you, if it makes you feel any better, James uh, Acosta has been banned from the White House. So, uh, well, I'm that, just that'll to really con- get their b- blood boiling. I'm trying to consume everything James just gave us there. But it's stories like that that I love, especially like. Th- the diversity of human experience, even within the same person, it's one of the toughest things to do. I think it's the biggest advance that Jesus, Christianity has given us. Turning the other yeah. cheek, realizing people can be redeemed, people can be rehabilitated. But when you know that somebody killed somebody who trusted him the most, his lover, with his bare hands, and even if it's two decades later, how do you not judge him for that still yeah you and, know what i mean and and what you know i think one thing that human nature is it's easier for us to put them behind bars and never see those people yeah. and to just think of them because you can dehumanize them then and just go oh that is you know joe john doe in right. there and he did this and he's an evil person but if you just were to happen by him and start strike up a conversation you might think, you know, man, this is kind of a nice guy. He's what learned what at did least. he do? Yeah. Oh, he killed five people with a bush axe. What? what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and a lot of times it is because of drugs or a serious mental issue right. that has not been addressed. And not always. I mean, sometimes it's just, well, no, you know, you, you got the this, wacko bird. But also you see this with, uh, with PTSD. And I think it was even worse, say, coming out of uh, some of our older wars. But people who had, for the sake of the country, say, like, talk World War II, for the sake of the country, to free Europe from Nazi Germany, you had to kill people. And even if your cause is just and you know what you're doing is right, once you cross that line and you have to take somebody else's life, that's difficult to wrestle with. Yeah. Now, some people handle it better than others. But, I mean, it's just amazing how within the same person... You can get that, those extremes. Yeah, and I would think, you know, that that example would be something we can say what we think we would do or how we would react. Yeah, but you don't know. You don't know until you actually do. I I always, I go back to this story. There was a guy uh, down in our community, and uh, he was on foot running through. He had gotten into a chase and the wrecked his car the uh, sheriff's deputies were chasing him and uh, they had caught him breaking into it it was an armed robbery in a house and they had caught him coming out of the driveway he eluded them far enough and he was running through and a little our little community alert thing went off to let everybody know sure. be looking for this guy well he goes up to a friend of mine's house and i mean he's as red neck as you can get sure. i'm talking straight up four-wheel drive Toyota pickup truck with big tires, guns in every pocket in both socks. Sure, and, sure, sure. And he said the guy come up and was beating on his door like he was trying to get in. He had his pistol in his hand. He opened the door and the guy was standing there right in front of him. Hmm. And he said he pointed the pistol at him 
and he said he physically could not squeeze the trigger. And this guy was hyped up on dope. He was nutso out there. He ends up running off, and I remember him, you know, relaying the story to us, and it was a bunch of guys, and, like, three of the other rednecks was like, i tell you what, I'd have shot that son bitch dead right there in my mm. front porch. And Tim had the most solemn look on his face, and, and he looked up and he says, you know what, I've said that same thing a thousand times in my life. He said, you look another man in the eye and you're holding a gun. He said, it's different. He says, I couldn't shoot him. He said, he could have taken the gun from me. He says, I just physically could not take another man's life. Right. That's a serious issue. And, you know, I think we have, in a weird way, become a nation of talkers. We talk a big game. We Mm -hmm. talk a big game for politics. We talk a big game. Everybody, it's easy to have an opinion these days. And I think sometimes we need to refer... Or defer, not refer, just refer, but defer to people who have actually done. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, running and owning a business or actually defending a, your own life and people you love. I mean, there's, because we have the right to vote, because we have the right to speak our minds as we wish, we do become big talkers at times. And Yeah. It's good to remember and, the humility of you don't know unless you've been there. Yeah. But you can try to understand. And I know I'm guilty of that. But we're but, out of time. Hey, don't, you're guilty of talking too damn much. Don't, don't test me on my girls, though. I, I, think, I believe you. I think I would pass that test. I think so, too. And that's a virtue to you. It is. Thank you all for listening. Good night, fellas. Joey Clark.